good day for singing the song and it's a good day for moving along yes it's a good day how could anything go wrong a good day from morning to night yep it's a thursday it's 7 10 in the morning it must mean it's time for us to get it away with the big gig the swinging soiree the watchdog morning show Bob Slider, Howard Monroe, we are here, you are there, and all is well with the world. Well, I hope so, at least. It's uh, 34 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 32 at the Highlands, 25 in Elm Grove, 31 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios, going to be partly sunny. We could be pushing 60 today, though, Bob. That's a pretty good sign, 58 to predicted high. So, uh, And tomorrow, same thing, partly sunny, high around 60, 60 for the part of the weekend, too, so... Uh, at least through Saturday, it's going to be really nice, uh, pre- extremely warm weekend, weekend, weekend. Although we'll drop back down again uh, after Sunday, but uh, right now it's a cold morning, and it's but it's going to be a, it is going to be a a good day. Seven ten in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. You want to join us? 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, Frio Stack Auction Service text line or the Frio Stack Auction Service phone line is 304-232-8255. Now, what are we up to today? Things are really chaotic on Capitol Hill, especially within the GOP. A couple of key votes they thought they were going to win. They lost this week. Former Congressman Bob Ney is in to talk about what's going on on Capitol Hill, and with the Republican disarray to be as well. Governor Justice says, now, don't you worry. They're not come take my green brother. They're not say, Everything's going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. They're not going to be auctioned off. How he plans to stop it, I don't know, but we'll tell you about that. And we'll tell you a little bit more about the the, uh, the specific parts of the Greenbrier Sports Club that are going to be uh, uh, auctioned off. Inclusion on ice this weekend is a chance for those with physical or mental challenges to spend a day at the ice rink and to learn some things. We'll talk with some folks in the sponsoring organizations about that. And apparently even your Super Bowl snacks are politically charged. So I will tell you what the D's and the R's are going to be eating for Super Bowl Sunday. Now, that's what I have. What do you have? 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK, 304 214 1600. Bob, you feeling any better today? You were pretty uh, under the weather yesterday. Still. I must be, Howard, because I'm grumpy. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm not feeling the blues. I'm just, ah, I'm just feeling mean. Is, is, is that a, is that a, a slider symptom? Of, I must of, be doing of, a lot better. Yeah. Getting better. I got you. I'm just frustrated. It's a personal thing. It's no big deal. It's not a sickness, not illness. I am just frustrated. I take my car in for repair work. And uh, they called me back and said, oh, you know, we, we once we looked at your car, we realized we need some more parts, and we won't have those till sometime next week, so we're going to have to keep your car for a week. And, again, that's what my son calls first-world problems. But Nancy and I have a lot of times we need two cars. Last night, a perfect example, I was unable to attend Lola's celebration of life for her sister Linda because we had other things to do um, with the single car that we had left. It's just frustrating. Bob, you've spent a period of time without a car. You know what that's like. And You know, some days, Howard, I'd probably say, oh, okay. But today, I think I'd have raised hell because, again, you're without a car, and that's very, very important. I'd say, okay, pull, pull the car around that I'm going to drive this week, guys. It doesn't work like that. I'm a pretty good customer here. You bought the car there, right? Yeah. Well, again, I demand a little bit better customer service. <laughs> Don't said, leave me! Don't leave me without a car. I said. Uh, I said. Oh, okay. I understand. I said. Um, you know, you came across an unexpected problem. I said. Then can I pick up the car and bring it back on Monday or Tuesday when you said you'd have the part? Oh no, sir! Your car's already taken apart. I didn't say. I want to say. Well, can you put it back together? 
So I, I can come get it. My family is is okay because we do have two cars, um, but we need two cars. I know it sounds weird because you know Nancy's retired and I, but we need two cars. There's many times where the two of us are in, do- in different directions, particularly because we take Teddy around so much. That's just a v- venting. Again, I am very aware that that sounds silly and stupid, but it just is frustrating to me. That's all. Yeah, you need your car, Howard. I, I need my car, and. Um, you know, as you all know, I'm dependent enough on my wife. Now I'm now I'm dependent on her to get me everywhere I have to go, and that's that's always bad. Hey, you guess what they're fighting in Morgantown? <laughs> in Morgantown. In Morgantown. <sighs> what? Yeah. I don't Two know. way streets. Ah. Two way streets. Mary Elliott posted this on his Facebook page last night. It's an article out of Morgantown. Are one way streets hurting Morgantown's downtown? And it's a big article about how the consultants have come in and said, "Oh no, you got to get rid of your one way streets and turn them into two way streets." Uh, and Mary Elliott says, you guys don't know what you're getting into. <laughs> you don't know what you're getting into. The one-way street battle was a pretty uh, pretty tough battle. So we'll see if Morgantown does any better with the, with the, the one-way streets that Mary Elliott did up here. Uh, 714 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So, Bob, we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about the uh, auction of the Greenbrier Sporting Club, which is not the Greenbrier Resort itself, but it literally circles the Greenbrier Sporting Club. And indeed, there's some critical parts of what we think of as the Greenbrier that are apparently going to go for auction. Yeah, you wouldn't want to lose that. The uh, Phil Kabler, the semi-retired columnist from the Charleston Gazette, took a look at the property map in Greenbrier County. So the parcels that they intend to in, uh, auction off include most of the Sam Snead golf course. Isn't that a critical part of, I mean, I had a bad experience with the Sam Snead restaurant, but isn't the Sam Snead golf course a critical part of the Greenbrier? Well, Howard, I've never been there, but I think there's like two or three courses. Yeah. So I don't know how important, but yeah, it would be like Ogilvy. You have you have different courses. You wouldn't want one to be lopped off. Right. Um, parcel number two is the Sporting Club Lodge and Cottages. That sounds nice. It sounds nice. Appraised at $5 million. Hole six, seven, and eight on the Sneed Golf Course is parcel number three. <laughs> you need those. Howard. You need those right there. <laughs> Are they going to turn it into a putt putt? <laughs> Maybe that could be. Parcel number four is the club's Summit Village Lodge, which I, I actually drove past that. That's a really nice thing. It's uh, two point three six million dollars. So those are some of the specific. You know, we heard yesterday the sporting club, but now Kabler went and looked at one of the specific things. Are it's tough for me to imagine they're selling off the Sam Snead Golf Course. And I don't know how much you heard of this, Howard, but I, I listened to a little bit of what the governor said. I was in bed most of the day, most of the evening yesterday, so I caught up this morning. But I, the way he made it sound was, in his words, they never missed a payment. Okay, things changed after his good old buddy who, who wrote that loan up, right. who worthy, was a Carter. Worthy, worthy Carter right? yeah, he was a big shot, Carter. After he died... The governor made it sound like it was all politics. In fact, I think he said something like, put two and two together. Like, the the politics, when he changed his politics, they went after him, and he made it sound like he didn't even default on this loan. They demanded it be paid in full. So... I guess it comes down to who you who you who you want to believe. Well, listen, don't worry about it because apparently the governor has a secret plan to fix all this. 
Yeah, I think they're the Saudi Arabians. They don't want to lose that golf course. It is secret. You understand? He said, I really believe when we get to proper rulings, when we move forward, we're going to release what we really know. And what I truly know right now, I can't tell you. And I am biting the side of my cheek because I want to tell you. I want to tell you so bad what's going to happen. So apparently he's got a secret plan. I think he's going to sell. He's about to, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. He's not going to lose it to auction. Yeah, for, he's going to sell it. Yeah, that's uh, unbelievable. Uh, Alex Mooney did come out and uh, talk about it yesterday. He has campaigned it. Obviously, simply say the governor. The governor made one of his pitches too. Now I wish you all in the media and the public, you all don't worry about my debts. You don't worry about my family business. Don't worry about that stuff. I, that's not important. It's not important. Well, I hate to say these words. I agree with Alex Mooney, but he says, wait a minute, it is the public's business. You are the governor and you're running for Senate, and this goes to the core of your character and that goes to the core of your uh, ability to manage money and other kinds of things. I hate to agree with Alex Mooney, but I think Mooney's right here. And another thing that I caught, Howard, that warm and fuzzy spot that he's holding hands around the, the justice the table, table yeah. one of the first things he brings up, patting himself on the back, is what an incredible businessman he is. It is amazing. Is it? He still is. Listen, if I were his advisor, I'd say, let's talk Cut about. Cut that out. Let's talk about, you know, your record as governor. I don't think it's great, but let's talk about your record as governor. Let's talk about how much you love West Virginia. Let's sit around the table with the baby dog and the and, and your wife and, and Jay and hold hands and praise the Lord. And I love what I would stay away from the businessman thing. I would stay away from because most people remember that you were the billionaire. Or he claimed to be. Who isn't anymore. I mean, it's, it's just it's 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 amazing. Um, I don't believe there's going to be one ounce of anything sold, he said. Now, how he plans to do that is totally beyond me. I don't know. Meantime, the governor, um, as you said, says there's politics involved, at least in this current round of going after the sporting club. Um, the governor says that uh, he thinks they're trying to put political they're – trying, they're trying to use his politics. The fact that he is a public figure, Carter Bank is trying to put pressure on him because he's a public figure and a senator or a senatorial candidate. Um, and they're using that to put public pressure on him that wouldn't put on if he wasn't a candidate. So, and I, and by the way, that probably is true. Carter Bank probably said, "Hey, you know what? If we hit, they're not dumb. I assume they're not dumb. Carter Bank. If we hit some high-profile properties, it's gonna make people stand up and take notice. And surely, at some point, the governor will say, "I can't afford to lose. He could afford to lose those. I don't know what they were, farmhouses or whatever. You know, months ago when they went up for auction." He can't afford to lose the Greenbrier. He can't afford to lose the Greenbrier Sporting Club. That's the core of who he is to people in West Virginia. And again, I think he took had to take a beating on those properties. I mean, they were taken away from him and sold at bare auction. Okay, he wasn't able to sell those properties himself. So all that was out the window, Howard. And what I don't understand is, you and I have had mortgages. If we keep the payment up, and I've come close to having them well, in my house, right? Okay. If you, if you quit making payments, they knock on your door. But what I don't understand, he claims to have made the payments, never missed a payment, but they demand her three hundred million. See, I I don't see how that can be. The issue's gone to court. The judge almost literally laughed at him in the last court case on this. Um, if he made the, that's a documentable thing. If he made the payments, he made the payments. If he didn't make the payments, he didn't make the payments. And if he didn't make the payments, then Carter Bank is coming after him. I, he's upset. And by the way, I get this. 
I get this. He did a deal with a friend, and you know what? Never do deals with friends. He did a deal with a friend, and the friend kept saying, I mean, it's, it's sort of like this, don't hold me, but the friend kept saying, oh, JJ, it's okay, you know, just catch up when you can, catch up. The friend was being friendly. The friend died. The other people in the bank said, yeah, no pay up now. We want our money. We're not your friend anymore. And, and, and so, I don't know. My goodness, though, Howard. I, I mean, I despise Alex Mooney. I just despise the man. But I can't, I can't get behind a liar. If this guy comes on TV and he tells you and me, hey, look, I've never missed a payment. These guys are on my ass. It's, it's all a bunch of buoy, and it's all political. And when it's not, is this a guy we want to send to Washington? Secret plan, Bob. Secret plan. He's got the secret plan. If only he could tell us the secret plan. The hell with him, Howard. I'm voting for Elliot. <laughs> By the way, so during the press conference, well, what do they call that thing? It's what he talks and everybody else listens uh, that he does on a regular basis. Ask why he does. Why don't you just pay off the money? Why don't you just pay off? Because he doesn't have the money. That's, That's why. Here's what he said. Well, I don't have a drawer here with $300 million in it that I can just write a check and pay for it. I mean, once again, basically acknowledging, I ain't got, I ain't got no money. It was either here or on Hoppy's show. Okay, that all that money that he he got from the Russians. Remember that big sale? Sold Howard? it for fifty. Bought it for bought the same thing back for five. But yeah, but, but he had all. What did he do with that money? He didn't pay his bills. We know that he didn't pay his back taxes. We know that. And Where did not all just, that money go? And it's not just Carter Bank either, because we know there's a history of Jay, uh, Jim Justice not paying bills. Not paying taxes. There's a long list. I mean, he's very much like Donald Trump. His technique is just to not pay. Um, but don't worry. He's got a secret plan. Secret plan. Well, if I could just, I'm biting my lip right now. I wish I could tell you what the secret is, but I can't tell you the secret yet. Now, you know what? He probably does have a secret plan, and we'll find out about it, and I'll feel like an idiot making making fun of him. For I've that. had a billion here tied up all this time. I didn't want to say anything. My billion, but I got it now. Look out. <laughs> you know, we put it in the basement of the Greenbrier. That's where we put it. We, we found just, it. We thought we, <laughs> we, we lost it for a little bit, but Jay found it the other day. Jay found it. I thought it was over here. So, <laughs> but looking at these parcels that are involved um, – it's more directly, again, it's not the Greenbrier by law. It's the Greenbrier Sporting Club. But particularly the Sam Snead Golf Course is a, is a critical part of the Greenbrier. So when I said yesterday they're circling the Greenbrier, I mean, they're circling the Greenbrier. And you wonder, I think even Brad said it yesterday, you wonder how much longer before they'll start to look at the Greenbrier itself. That's next, Howard. Brad said it yesterday, and I think he's right. The um, the Greenbrier would actually be an easier uh, a, a place to attack because here you got to sell off all of these individual pieces of property one at a time. Greenbrier is just it's just the Greenbrier. You just do it one big thing. Probably easier to sell that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Just be looking for the secret plan. That's all. Seven twenty four twenty four after the hour. It is the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. 
On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the Mountaineers basketball game with Kansas State in Morgantown. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire drops by. We'll take a look at the biggest stories in technology over the last seven days. And Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5 o'clock to talk about the Marshall Thundering Herd and more. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt, and our question of the Metro day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at wvmetronews.com and on this Metro News station. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Judge Ron Wilson was born and raised his family here in West Virginia. He is the most experienced judge in our mountain state. During his years serving the citizens of Hancock, Brook, and Ohio counties, Judge Wilson was selected to sit on the Supreme Court, was voted Judge of the Year, and was selected in 2023 for judicial excellence. Let's keep Judge Ron Wilson. I'm Judge Ron Wilson. And I respectfully ask for your vote. Paid for by the committee to keep Ron Wilson judge. My name is Waleed Garib. I'm an interventional cardiologist at WVU Reynolds Memorial Hospital. One thing that I would like people in this Ohio Valley and across West Virginia and really across the country to know, the goal of healthcare is not to help you get by. It's not just to keep you alive. It's to help you thrive. And if we can get you back to your 100% potential, that's our goal. And we're going to keep working at it until we get as close to it as possible. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. We talk about your work, how your boss is a jerk. We talk about your church and your head when it hurts. We talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother, about your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover. We talk about your friends and the places that you've been. We talk about your skin and the dimples on your chin. The polish on your toes and the run in your holes. And God knows we're going to talk about your clothes. You know talking about you makes me smile. We're not talking about you makes us smile. At least if it's uh, Governor Justice makes us smile this morning. Uh, a tribute to Toby Keith this morning with our bumper music. All yes, long. all Toby. All Toby Keith this morning. Died this week at the age of 62. 727 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Partly sunny, high of 58. Currently 34 at the uh, airport. 32 at the Highlands. 25 in Elm Grove. And 31 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Why do I feel... Like I'm about to be told that I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to real estate law. I just have that sneaking suspicion I'm about to get an explanation. Going to get a little whooping here. David Croft is with us. Good morning, David. Good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. So I, I no, just I just not, feel like you're going to tell me what I've done wrong. What have I said wrong? No, no, no. I just wanted to give Bob a little comfort that the governor may not be actually lying, but then not telling the whole truth either. So in a credit facility the size of $300 million, you probably have multiple loans. So the loan that actually secures the, this, this Greenbrier Sporting Club, he may never have missed a payment, but he may have missed a payment on another loan, which triggers the cross default. Or, as you said earlier, 
if he had somebody, a friendly in the bank that has since passed on within those credit facilities and an event of default is, well, I didn't provide, you know, current financial statements. Well, they probably said, oh, governor, it's okay. You can give them later. That guy dies. You have a compliance committee look at it and says, well, we have to have those. And then he just doesn't give them to them, and that triggers the default. So there are a lot of ways that that particular loan may be in good standing, but other loans aren't. And so uh, as a bank, they're probably going to have to live the lowest hanging fruit and something, as you mentioned earlier, which is of a um, high profile, which may trigger him getting into compliance. And in a perfect world, what they want is him to take his loan somewhere else. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting answer. Uh, Yeah, one of the things that we've been sort of uh, talking around a little bit here is it's not it's not that the, the, these are not loans on the Greenbrier Sporting Club. This is these are other loans for which they are now using the Greenbrier Sporting Club to try and get their money. Is that basically what you're saying? Well, it, it can be, but with, it, it appears what they're doing is the Greenbrier Sporting Club was at least put up as collateral on some loan. And that's what they're using to foreclose on, because otherwise, if, if the bank were just to get a judgment against you know, uh, the governor or one of his entities, then there's a process where you have to record an abstract of judgment and go through a process to go after real estate. So this property has been pledged as collateral on some loan, but it may be another loan that was defaulted on. And within those documents, you might have a master loan document that says, look, you default on one, you default on any of them, and then we can go after any collateral we want. And, and That's David, probably what's going on. David, to what extent is the fact that the governor, his wife, and his uh, son all signed a, a personal loan guarantee for these loans? To what extent does that make a difference? Well, it depends on how, what the extent of the personal guarantee is. Sometimes you know, we'll, you'll get into a transaction where what we call is the personal guarantee may burn off uh, or the personal guarantee is limited. If it's an unlimited personal guarantee... Uh, the loan's going to say, look, we can go after the personal guarantee or we can go after the collateral in any order they want. Uh, the bank at this point has elected to go after the personal, uh, to go after the collateral, but that remedy as far as going after the personal guarantee remains. Okay. Actually, that's helpful to me. I appreciate that. Bob, yes. do you look like you have questions? Well, no, I was just listening to David. Thank you, David. Yeah. I think you, you you made all my questions answered. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, hopefully we'll have that same success on Monday. All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you on Monday. See you, David. Appreciate Thank things. you. Oh, guys. Bye-bye. David Croft, who clearly is an attorney. Now we know how. And also, it does make sense, I guess. He's saying that $300 million loan is so big that there could be little individual loans in between it, inside it, that maybe he did make payments on, but... Carter Bank can go after all of them, you know, since he didn't make some, maybe he made some, didn't make some. That 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 makes some sense. David and the, the other thing that David said it, I never thought of was <clears throat> find some another bank, show them what holdings you have, show them your collateral, show them the mess that you're in, and maybe they can help you out. Maybe you could get out of that loan and, and get in with another bank. That makes sense. It, it, it does, except I'm not sure what bank right now would be wanting get to. Get out of here, JJ, and take that dog with you. <laughs> yeah, take your dog, little little baby dog with you, too. David Croft is also an Ohio County School Board member, and David will be with us on Monday because I want to talk about this whole idea of uh, starting the school time late. Uh, you know, they're still debating. It's been a couple of years, I think. They started talking about should uh, should they start school later for the st- uh, high school students, which then puts everybody in the system probably a little bit later. Um, a lot of scientific knowledge that says high school kids, teenagers, 
do better if they get started later, they have, if they get better sleep. So there's a big debate going on in the Ohio County School Board, and we will talk about that uh, with David on uh, Monday here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Well, your phone lines were ringing up like crazy. Wow, there. JJ stirred them up, <laughs> and, I, and a couple of maybe I didn't get to. You know, timing is everything in radio, folks. And I'll eventually get there to you, but uh, again, it's, it all depends on the time. All right, seven thirty-two. A couple of quick uh, texts. My, my text line is blowing up now as well. <laughs> text text hour, yeah. Uh, they should house the uh, immigrants at the Greenbrier and charge the government. Eh, I don't think that's going to always got to make it political. Always got to somehow get it back to national politics. Although I read a piece last night, which is true. You remember the old slogan, Bob? Used to be all politics is local. Yeah, what happened to that, Howard? It's now all politics is national. Uh, and they, you know, it used to be New Hampshire, for example, Iowa, those first states that the presidential candidates would go in and would talk about the issues of New Hampshire, the issue of Iowa. They don't anymore. Now they talk about border walls and whatever it is they want to talk about. All politics is now national. Uh, let's see. All right, this is about the fact that I only have one car. What happened to the family shared truck that you 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 said your family had? Yeah, once? where's the truck, Howard? Uh, well, the truck, unfortunately, is is that has become my uh, my youngest son's vehicle. Um, shortly after we bought the truck to use to do some construction work around the houses, since Jason and Justin and Jason and Jonathan in particular were doing a lot of construction work, so we bought the truck as a group family uh, investment. Uh, but shortly after that, his car uh, got demolished. And so he, it's now his vehicle for the time being. What smart listeners we have, Howard. They, they remember that. Hey, I wish you wouldn't remember those things. <laughs> your memories, some of you people, your memories are too good. Um, saw a panhandler. Oh, this is the Frio Stack auction service text line. Saw a panhandler in a new spot yesterday, halfway down Main Street. Old guy had one foot in construction zone, one in the roadway, practically asking to be hit. Surprised the DOH allowed him to be there. Probably say, probably right outside our building. Have you noticed that? There's there's a guy. Yeah, sometimes in the street. Uh, and what scares me is because when we come out of our, when I come out of our parking lot, turn left, it's a sharp and immediate turn, and he's right there. He needs to get a hard hat. He's he, hazard pay there. And listen, this is not funny. In Morgantown, uh, a pedestrian, a, a homeless guy, was killed on the street just that way, just this past week or so. So. That's uh, it's a good point. Thank you for bringing that up. And, yes, I, I have seen that as well. Uh, Frio Stack. Oh, man, they're just coming like crazy. I'll get a couple more in here. Everybody's uh, fired up this morning, Howard. So you said your daughter-in-law works from home. Why don't you borrow her vehicle? All right, let me, let me, let me, let me talk about that. <laughs> My son has a Tesla. And, indeed, he, has, he said, Dad, if you want to drive the Tesla. Dad can't drive the Tesla. I can't drive it. You know, it, it has it has a, a all it has is a it's an iPad to, to 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 drive with. No, I can't do that. My daughter has a brand new BMW wagon, and I don't think she wants Granddad driving it. <laughs> so, but again, God, you people do know they remember <laughs> and they know that you and I live in Elm Grove. They're probably saying, "Well, Bob." Howard's your friend. He used to pick your ass up. I don't. Well, driving the Jeep, it's got a lift kit in it. I don't think I can lift Howard up in the Jeep, so yeah. that's a problem right now. Also. I stood and looked. Uh, I stood and looked at the at the door to the Jeep a couple times. And I thought, yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's not going to work. So hey, we have to. I mean, we have an extra car. That's fine. It's just my wife has to get up in the morning and bring me in here 
and she'll have to come pick me up. And, you know, when we, and again, last night I had somewhere else to be and I couldn't be there because she had to be doing some stuff. So anyway, uh, what? No loaner from your dealer? Yeah, that's my question. What? Yeah, that's what uh, I'd be asking. That question is a fair one. And the answer was no. All right, 736-24 till the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Phone lines are open, 304-232-8255. The text line is open, 304-214-1600. A lot of stuff to talk about as the morning moves on. Let's go over to the news desk of WTRF-TV right now for Taylor Long. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 8th. Some traffic updates this morning. Today and tomorrow, the left lane of State Route 7 heading south in Steubenville will be shut down daily from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. The closure will span from South Street to the South Corporation limit. During this period, traffic will be directed to the right lane within the work zone. No significant delays are expected. This lane closure is required for maintenance crews to carry out upkeep tasks and clear vegetation from the shoulder of the left lane. And today and tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., a segment of 4th Street in Benwood will be shut down. Additionally, the on and off ramps for U.S. 250 northbound will also be closed. This closure is due to a bridge deck repair. Commuters are advised to reduce speed, expect delays, and follow detour routes. For northbound traffic, use Boggs Run Road to 4th Street. For southbound traffic, use Marshall Street. And looking across the mountain state, there are more financial troubles this morning for the family-owned businesses of Governor Jim Justice, and this involves one of their most iconic properties. The Greenbrier Resort is one of the most famous landmarks in West Virginia, but the surrounding property is known as the Greenbrier Sporting Club. It contains dozens of expensive homes, recreational facilities, and the Sam Sneed Golf Course. But Carter Bank and Trust put a line on the property and plans to auction it off. Carter Bank says the justice companies owe more than $350 million. Governor Justice says he has information that will prove he and his family companies are in the right, but he can't disclose it just yet. Stay with 7 News for updates. And West Virginia's sweetheart and right hand of Governor Jim Justice, Baby Dog, is having two surgeries. According to the governor, Baby Dog's back legs have torn ligaments and each leg requires surgery to repair. She is four years old and weighs 60 pounds. Governor Justice asks West Virginia to pray for her surgeries. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Tither Long, working for you. Attention Ohio Valley neighbors. Are you ready to embark on a journey to find your perfect home sweet home? Meet Kelly Kent, your trusted companion in the world of real estate. Step into a world of reliability, trustworthiness, and integrity as Kelly takes you by the hand to explore the possibilities waiting for you in the Ohio Valley. Kelly Kent isn't just a salesperson slash realtor. She's a devoted community member dedicated to enhancing the lives of her neighbors. With a heart. For service and a passion for creating lasting connections, Kelly is here to make your real estate dreams come true. Do you have an elderly family member looking to downsize? Kelly specializes in seniors' real estate, ensuring a seamless transition to a home that suits your loved one's lifestyle and needs. Kelly Kent understands that a home is more than just four walls. It's a place where memories are made and dreams come alive. Kelly Kent, turning keys, opening doors, and welcoming you to the home you've always imagined. Call today and let the journey begin. Call 304 559 501. This is Kelly Kent from Kennan and Kennan Realtors, Robert D. Kennan 
broker, and I just want to say, let's go Knights! The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Come and get it. Who's your daddy? Who's your baby? Who's your buddy? Who's your friend? And who's the one guy that you come running to when your little life starts tumbling? I got the money. You've got the honey. Let's cut a deal. Let's make a plan. Who's your daddy? Bumper music tribute today to Kate, Toby Keith, passed away at the age of 62 this week. Every Thursday is country uh, music, uh, bumper music, but uh, particularly today, Toby Keith. I, I, As I said yesterday, I mean, I do like country music. I know folks might think that's weird, but Toby Keith is one that I have just always enjoyed immensely. I really like his music. And a great performer, too. And, I, and, and me, uh, Brent Weir, and I were talking about it yesterday. I, I think he writes most, of, wrote most of his stuff. I and, think so. Yeah, I think so, so I really respect that. Yeah, Sixty-two. I didn't, I didn't even know he was that. I thought he was younger than that. But uh, you know, my my picture of him will be Jamboree in the Hills. Yeah. You know, swearing like a sailor, drunken sailor. <laughs> you know, them bleeping him out and uh, uh, him telling his band, oh, "Hold on, hold on." And he went right into Country Roads. He went and, to Country and Roads. I, I'll always remember that. That that was cool. And one of my favorite songs, because of my age at least, is isn't he the one who did? Um, not as good as I used to be, but I'm good once as I yeah, ever I didn't, was. Yeah, I didn't have that today, Howard. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. I liked it. That was because I feel that way. You yes. Know, not All of us I, do. Not as good as I used to be, but I, one shot. <laughs> Give me one shot. 18 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Let's talk about the cold morning but the warmer day with Adam Fike from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Good morning, Adam. Why did you think Adam was with us? I thought you said Adam was there. I said Adam hasn't called yet. Oh, then I... Uh, you want to take a shot at the weather, Howard? Well, I'm gonna. I have a couple more texts coming. Let me get a couple of texts here. Um, what I was thinking during the break, by the way, was I, I appreciate this. Every, these people pay so close attention. You know, they know that my daughter-in-law has my daughter-in-law and son have or just live down the street, and they have two cars. They know that we have the shared truck. They had, you know, they've got all kinds of ideas because they know what's going on in my life. Which I'm not sure is the best thing in the world, but 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 uh, there they are. Um, and then David Croft calls in, you know, gives us information, corrects us. I, I don't mind. That didn't correct me. Just sort of gave me better explanation. So it's nice to have an audience and listeners that are, you know, fully engaged in what we're doing. Man, we love that. Yes. Jump right in. Phone lines are open, 304-232-8255. The text line, 304-214-1600. Uh, text line, Howard, for what you spend on eating, you could rent a car. Well, I'm because I, I can't can't argue can't argue. Got to eat. Can't argue with that, but I got to eat. That's right. I got to eat. Got to eat. 
Have you? You probably haven't any any good lately since you've been sick. No, right? still. Uh, and you know what? I, I guess there was a A influenza and a B. I don't know which one I had, but it sounded like they were totally different. Howard, I just had the one where just no appetite, just. You know, just holding your head up it just feels like a chore. You know, oh, you know. just yeah. you just want to lay down and sleep. My trouble is that's all I've done, and I about slept out. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, Frio Stack, Ox Service Text Line. Howard, do you think they'll ever take down the Talking Christmas Tree at Center Market? It's February 8th, and the Talking Christmas Tree is still up. Maybe it'll be a perpetual tribute to the old days of Wheeling. I don't know. I don't know. I see a lot of people still have Christmas lights up, though. Yeah, really. The, the, <clears throat> There, there are, and a couple of them uh, still turn them on. Even you know they're not just out there. They well, haven't, you know. Let's have a Christmas. What is February, Howard? Well, let's. Well, I know, but still, let's feel like it's Christmas. All right. Well, I guess uh, Adam is uh, not going to be with us today. I guess I don't think so. Let's go to Adam Fike. I know he's not there. Still not there. <laughs> no, he's not here. You know why I said that? I thought you told me Adam Fike was on the line. You didn't say that. Well, what's that little thing right by your elbow? That's a telephone, right? You can see yeah. those lights. You've been doing this for how long, Howard? You can't. I mean, so when you can, those green lights are yes, on. Yeah, when they there. flash, and that when means those, somebody's when on. The home. green lights got nothing. That's nobody's. That, nobody's there, Howard. Well, here's the official Ohio Valley forecast from Storm Tracker Seven. It's going to be a partly sunny day. Daytime high up to around 58. That sounds pretty good. Uh, high, pretty much the same tomorrow. Partly sunny, maybe even a little bit warmer. 60 for 60 for tomorrow, February what the 10th tomorrow, 9th tomorrow, whatever it is. Um, rain likely on Saturday, cloudy, but again around 60, sunny on Sunday, and now we'll start to go down, maybe do around 49, 48 or so, uh, drop down on Monday and Tuesday into the 40s again, uh, but rain is uh, with us uh, Monday and Tuesday. So a couple of really nice days, a little rainy day on Saturday, and then back to a sunny day on Sunday, cool down the beginning of next week. Right now, 34 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 32 degrees at the Highlands, 25 degrees in Elm Grove, and 31 degrees here at the Watchdog Radio Network. It's 14 till the hour. Uh, you getting tickets for the Beach Boys today? Today's pre-sale day. I heard that, uh, yes. But, yeah. uh, you know, I don't want to be a stick in the mud, but is Brian Wilson going to be there? Uh, well, I think not. Well, okay, so... Uh, Mike Love? I hate him. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a big Mike Love fan. I'm a, I'm a Brian Wilson fan. I, you know, if, if he was there, I, I, I would be there. But, no, I wouldn't pay to go see Mike Love. Talk about, you know, being a be- the only Beach Boy left. The Endless Summer Gold 24 Tour will stop in Wheeling on September the 21st. Um, but the um, tickets go on sale. To, it'll be at the Capitol. Tickets go on sale today for pre-sale. Got prices there? Um, it does not. And that's probably for a reason. I'd say what hundred bucks is that a hundred dollars show? Yeah, I guess less than that. But seventy-five dollars show? Maybe down some, front with the beautiful people. Howard, somewhere you don't, up from fifty, probably. I would guess, but I don't know. I'm, I'm debating. I, I, first thing I got to look at that may be the week. I'm, that's the week I may be on the West Coast taking a cruise, so I may not be able to make it anyways. But I, I, I would kind of like to see the Beach Boys. No, 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 no offense. Mike Love isn't the Beach Boys. Howard. Okay, all right. but I'd like to say. All right, I'd like to see a Beach Boy pretend group, or there what do they call go. it? Imita- imitation group, whatever they call it. Uh, they'll play September 22nd. Pre-sale event, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. today. Um, if you go to etix.com and uh, use the, the uh, password capital, all right? General public will be able to buy tickets at 10 a.m. starting tomorrow at the West Banco box office and elsewhere. So founding member and lead singer and lyricist Mike Love will lead the band. It says it right here. Gotcha. All right, so. No Bruce Johnston. Hang on. 
I think he's still good, but I think they yes, threw him out. Yes, it, Bruce Johnson. Bruce Johnson, yes, Bruce Johnson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's about all I know of this, of this on this group. I'd like to see him. Seriously, I, Beach Boy, you know, it's days of my youth and all that kind of stuff. I know it's not the original, but I still would kind of enjoy it. But I think I'm I think I'm out of town that week. 748 does until the hour. Watchdog morning show. Slider's got sports coming up next. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Wednesday edition of the show, we'll take a look back at the Mounters basketball game with Kansas State in Morgantown. Jeff Erickson from Rotowire drops by. We'll take a look at the biggest stories in technology over the last seven days. And Tom Bragg joins me in studio at 5 o'clock to talk about the Marshall Thundering Herd and more. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, interrupt, and our question of the Metro day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. Get your home ready for big game get-togethers. Now, during Menard's Super Sale, save big on party supplies, including folding tables and chairs, grills, slow cookers, party cups, plates, tableware, and trash bags, plus super deals on food and beverages. Choose from assorted varieties of lots of matzo pizzas, two for just $11. Assorted flavors of 16-ounce Snapple are just $4.99 for a six-pack. Score big savings. Now, during Menard's Super Sale. Save big money at you or your loved ones facing a serious legal battle? The Law Office of Paul Harris wants you to know you aren't alone. Do you need someone that's not afraid to go to trial and fight for your rights? Attorney Paul Harris and his team are willing to go where most firms are not, the courtroom. With a successful track record in civil litigation, criminal defense, including tax issues and health care fraud, Harris Law Office will fight for their clients by offering the most aggressive representation in and out of court. Call Paul Harris at Harris Law Office for a free consultation, 304-232-5300. Live from the Robinson Auto Group Studios in the heart of the Ohio Valley, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. We got winners, we got losers, chain smokers and boozers, and we got yuppies, we got bikers, and we've got thirsty hitchhikers. And the girls next door dress up like movie stars. Mm-hmm, 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 I love this bar. You know, every country music song, or almost all of them, are storytelling songs. But somehow Toby Keith's songs, I don't know, easier to understand. You could get the, you got the story right away when he sings. Most of his songs, you got the story with pretty quickly. Uh, so I'm glad we're doing that uh, tribute to him today. 7.50.10 to the hour here on the uh, Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack, Ox Service text line. I, my car is in the shop, and they're going to keep it longer than I thought they would. So my wife and I are down to one car. Again, I know it's a first-world problem. Some people have no cars, so I get it. But we're down to one car, which is a real hassle in the Monroe household. You all are offering advice for me. Here's some more. Howard, maybe this is a good time for you to start walking. I'm not sure I could walk from Elm Grove at, at six in the morning. I don't know if I can walk from Elm Grove here to now. Well, any time, but I certainly couldn't do it. Uh, I used to be able to walk from Elm Grove to Wheeling. Yeah, I did it recently. Uh, yeah, you did when I was. Yeah, just something. And I was stuck here when I didn't have a car. I think yeah, the, I, I think the, the bus driver was about ready to throw me off the bus. So I decided to walk that day, Howard. Yes. How was it? Don't do that, Howard. I, don't do, I used to do it, I won't say often, but, um, you know, I had on, I went on occasion. Yeah, when, when we were kids, we'd walk the, the, the train tracks. The train tracks, absolutely. Wheeling. Yeah. 
you know, now they made, now they made a special walking trail. We had our walking trails called the train tracks. What was the tracks? Eight before the hour, Watchdog Morning Show. Time for Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Saturday is a big day on the Watchdog Radio Network. It's OVAC <laughs> Boys Basketball Championship Saturday. And it all kicks off at 10 o'clock. Here's the matchups. At 10 o'clock, Class 3A, Wheeling Central versus Union Local. 10 o'clock, we kick it off with that one. Noon, Class 4A, St. Clairsville takes on Harrison Central. little home court advantage there, Howard. It's played at at Harrison Central, and uh, they are the noon game against St. Clairsville. Big rivalry there. That'll be a great game. Another big rivalry at 2 o'clock, Wheeling Park and Morgantown. That's a big one. Yeah, 4 o'clock. Trinity Christian and Cameron. Cameron just had – I didn't get the information until late this morning, so I apologize again to Cameron folks. They won a big ball game uh, last night downstate also. They're playing really good hoops. Uh, we wrap things up at 6 o'clock. Toronto faces Monroe Central. So all five games on the Watchdog Radio Network starting at 10 o'clock. Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. Howard kickoff is set for 6.30 for Super Bowl 58. The defending champion, Kansas City Chiefs, and the San Francisco 49ers. The line now is San Francisco favored by two points. That surprises me. I, I think it's risky business betting against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you've said that many times. Yeah, just, I don't think it pays very well. Hey, for lots more sports talk this afternoon, Howard. Could it be the Pine Rim boys? No, it's Donnie Gilbert. He'll Donnie be, talking, Gilbert, a little, he'll a be talking a little Super Bowl. It's an exciting Donnie Gilbert radio show today. It is the 2 o'clock hour. I'm sure uh, Bear, I don't know about Mr. Wright, uh, and, and I think Jub is producing. So, yeah, one of the, the Pine Room boys will be It'll here. Be Pine Room yeah, boy. Pine the boy, it's just a Jub. Boy. It's just Jub a boy. will be here with Donnie. Good luck with that, Jub, from 12 to 3. <laughs> the Donnie Gilbert Show, right here on the Watchdog Radio Network, Slider on Sports Time 754. Listen, if you tune in right at noon, you can get Nelson Croft and Wendy Newbauer with the Pet of the Week. That'll be the 12 o'clock kickoff segment. Emily Dunn will talk about a fundraising spaghetti dinner uh, coming up at 1230 at 12.45. Hey! It's Tony Inarelli from the uh, Wheeling Island Hotel, Casino, and Racetrack. Again, Tony's with, bad. Boy, Tony's good. With this week's comedian. Oh, Tony, <clears throat> Tony's not the comedian? I guess I guess not. <laughs> uh, Marshall County's assessor will be in uh, at 1 o'clock. Samantha Waters from Communicare Family of Companies will be in at 1.30. Uh, this week's healthcare specialist is Stacey Stengelwald. Uh, should we come in to talk about stroke and heart attack symptoms? Donnie ought to near, pay, near to Donnie because our friend Donnie did have, have a stroke. One, exactly. And then as you point out, 2 o'clock is the uh, sports hour, so to speak. And all of that will be ran like a fine-tuned train <laughs> station. Yes, in and out. Donnie every piece locked boom, firmly boom, in place. Boom. Sounds like he has guests, what, every 10 minutes, hour? I think so, man. It, it is a jam-packed three-hour extravaganza. The Donnie Gilbert Show. Fun, the- frivolity, information. <laughs> all of that. It's all there today and every Thursday. Yes, sir. Noon to three, right here on Watchdog Radio. <laughs> Morning, Don. Hope you're listening. Be sure to tune in. Nah, Donnie's a good guy. Uh, which is why we can make fun of him. Well, yes. He makes um, fun of us, Howard. We'll make fun of Donnie back. I, I heard you say, I think I heard you say yesterday, actually one of our guests, you don't bet the Super Bowl? Uh, no, I, I, that's one time I just like to enjoy the game. You know, and there's so many bets. Everything from the national anthem, how long it'll take, yeah. uh, the Gatorade after the game, the first catch. You know, it's just, no, I, I just I just want to watch the game. I, if if I had my way, I'd be in a card game somewhere where the where the game was playing, but we were playing cards, and uh, that's You'd be how placing I, bets, but not on the game. Yeah, I wouldn't just watch the game. Sixty-seven point eight million Americans plan to bet 
on the Super Bowl this year. I don't think you're going to be one of those, are you? I will not. 26 of American adults will be betting. That's a big increase from last year. How much money do you think will be wagered on the oh, Super geez. Bowl? Got to be up in the billions, right? It is. $23.1 billion. Big business. Will be wagered on the Super Bowl. And again, why is this year's bigger bet year? You might be able to help me figure this out. Uh, the, the number of people uh, betting is increased 35% over last year. The amount of money being expected to be wagered, $23 billion this year, it was only $16 billion last year. Why more more like, outlets. More states have gambling I guess now. Right. You can it's, do it it's, from it's, your it's phone. More. It's just it's so much easier, Howard. Yeah. <clears throat> 46% of gamblers will make their wagers online. <clears throat> will use their phone or whatever. Uh, now, <clears throat> pardon me, 36, 36% of these folks are just friend betting. You know, hey, I'll bet you it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, 24% will take part in office pools. Yeah, I haven't had, we haven't had an office pool here for a long time. No, we should have had a board. Yeah. I used, Something. And you said, you know, you, you joked, you said, I bet you're not going to bet, Howard. I used to bet, if, if there was a, a, a board, whether March Madness or the Super Bowl or something, I would usually do that. I was, uh, I was ill. I didn't get to them until later, but uh, Mark Delbrug uh, sent me my, uh, our numbers from uh, up the road, and uh, good numbers, not bad. I mean, good. you just never know. A 9-9 nine, nine might be good. 9-2 yeah. might hit, but yeah. Pretty good numbers. For the record, betters are nearly split on the outcome of the game. 47% said they're going to bet on the Chiefs, 44% on the 49ers. I don't have a list. I'm going to have to see if I can find it before tomorrow before, uh, on some of the other. You're right, because there's always these weird bets you can place. You can bet on just about anything. Yeah, so we'll. Uh, if I can find some of those, I will do that for tomorrow. And what are the snacks that we are preferring as a country for Super Bowl Sunday? Probably wings, pizza. Um, this is this nachos. This, yeah, nachos. This is a strange study. Uh, according to a study, seventy percent of Americans choose appetizers over entrees. That I can believe. Appetizers, you know, like nachos and wings and so on. Meatballs are a popular Super Bowl snack. Now, I like meatballs, but I don't t- tend to think of them as a Super Bowl snack. Do you? No, not really. That's a top. Pit, uh, and meatballs are the number one choice in Maine, Montana, Vermont, and Wyoming. Guacamole, salsa, chips, yeah. and tater tots are Get also regular. My plate, Howard. You know what I mean? Guacamole. I don't want that green. That, that green stuff, right? But, yeah. but regular salsa is okay. Salsa. Oh chips? yeah, give me that. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you're hosting a, a Super Bowl party in Alabama, Kentucky, Missouri, or Indiana, a chili is on the agenda. Go for some chili. Uh, I could go for some chili. Buffalo wings come in sixth place overall. Number one in New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Illinois, and Maryland for uh, buffalo wings. Does not the list I have here doesn't does not say what we in West Virginia are choosing to eat. Deer meat, Howard. I told you. Deer's, there you go. Deer's big right. downstate. Deer meat for Super Bowl Sunday. All right, little Super Bowl Sunday facts and figures for you, just for fun. Eight o'clock here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Now coming up next hour, former Congressman Bob Ney is in. We're going to talk about uh, the chaos is happening on Capitol Hill. The Republicans had two huge votes they wanted to win and make a big statement about this week, and they lost them both. We will get into that. Uh, a little bit more about the suspension bridge business, and we'll talk about a couple other things that are pending in the legislature down in Charleston. All of that's coming up. Your text, your calls. If you'd like to join us, we're happy to have you on the phone line or on the text line. Right now, though, ABC covers the world. AM 1600.